Welcome, listeners, to another show of Marriage is Wealth. I'm your host, Philip Thomas. Today's special guest is Tia DeShazer. Tia, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm excited. It's Saturday. I ain't got to go to work today, so I'm good. So today, Tia, I want to talk about communication, you know, because I think that can make or break a marriage. That can make or break a relationship between you and your employer. But today we're going to talk about it in terms of marriage. You ever had a struggle with communication before? Or maybe that's just me. You tell me. Oh, yeah. All the time. I mean, it's something that we're constantly, you know, uh, bettering as time goes on. Um, But definitely in the beginning, we always had issues with communication just because, you know, even though we're both the same race, um, we just grew up differently. You know, he grew up in the South in Georgia and Mm -hmm. I grew up in Denver, Colorado. So a lot of the things that, you know, was was easy for me to understand may not be easy for him. Um, So, yeah, we had to make sure that we were very patient with each other because we grew up different. Right. Right. I mean, my wife, she's from Brazil. And the main issue we have with communication is I say this, but she will hear something totally different. I don't know if it's my tone, the choice of words, what mood she may be in or what. I, I, you know, I think we're not speaking the same love language. Oh, yeah, that's definitely, um, you know, one of the most important factors in being proactive and not reactive in communication, because a lot of people are very reactive when it comes (laughs) to communication. And, you know, uh, you have to be proactive and constantly educating yourself about communication before, you know, you even get to the point of actually having that conversation. And what that looks like is, you know, a lot of people will take courses on business or they'll take, um, they'll read books about business, but, or they'll go to the gym to enhance their physical appearance. But a lot of people don't really read books on communication or take courses on communication. They just say the same thing. Oh, uh, what do you, what's the issue you have in marriage? Oh, communication. Okay. Well, have you read a book on communication? No. Okay. What about a course? Okay. All right. So a lot of people just aren't simply doing the education to figure out how to do it better. Hmm. Can you help people with that? Uh, You know, because I haven't found or heard a really good book yet in regard to communication, nonetheless, love language. I think you guys mentioned that in your book someplace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so the the five love languages is a concept invented by Dr. Gary Chapman, and he's been a marriage counselor for several years. And um, that is basically something that he kind of created. And we'll talk about that um, as well. Um, But in our book that we wrote, it's actually an ebook. It is Marriage Unlocked. And you can find that by going to our Instagram page, Marriage is Wealth. And if you click the link in our bio, you'll see all of the resources that we have. And our ebook is one of our top resources because it's such a short read and it's so easy to break down. But we break down communication inside that book in two pages. So it's very, very easy to understand. Yeah, you may hear some uh, noise in the background. and You understand that's my kid here. He, you know, he's, he's he's. about two years old, he's nonstop. And I, I know that sometimes when he doesn't sleep, I don't sleep. My wife don't sleep. 
So we start to feel some type of way. And during those days, we tend to say things we really don't mean to say. I think that rhymes. Type of way to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that tend to affect us. I mean, how can your book help out with something like that? You know, physically, you're down, you're drained, you're sleep deprived, and then somebody say something, whether it was intentional or not. So how can you help people out in that regard? Oh, of course. So so once you get inside the book and you get to the communication chapter, it's actually uh, the second or third chapter in the book. Um, oh. It talks about the different elements that make um, effective communication. And a lot of people don't know that there are so many different factors to communication. They think it's just having a conversation. Well, I've been talking for 30 years. OK, yeah, mm-hmm. talking is great and having a conversation is great. But our listening right. skills and, you know, mm-hmm. making sure that the context of the conversation or, or in other other words, the environment of the conversation um, is is ideal is a big thing. So once you get in there and you start to see um, that context is a big thing, hmm. you know, and that and that's basically like like, for instance, if you just got home from work, okay. you know, and your husband is or your wife is saying, oh, well, you know. I could really appreciate if you would do more of this around the house, you know, and you literally just walked in, (laughs) didn't even say, hey, Um, the context Mm -hmm. of that conversation is not ideal because the person is already going to have their defenses up, you know, because they just got home from work. They haven't had that time to settle in yet. So understanding those different elements of communication that we break down inside the book is going to help you to be more self-aware and be more mindful you know, when, when you're bringing up different conversations, um, in your marriage, because it's been so many times where you have a simple conversation about orange juice. And then next thing you know, you'll be fighting. You'll be like, why are we even fighting? Where did that come from? (laughs) Right. Right. You're right. Cause I know sometimes I'm, I'm always about improving. Right. And I'm always trying to encourage people to do the same. And I don't know if it's how I'm saying it or if she's tired or if I'm just trying to rush and get that out. I'm trying to watch a game, but I'm coming from a good place. But it comes off as I'm picking or I'm judging or I'm not appreciating how she is. or I'm not happy. But really, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm coming from a place of love. So I feel like I'm not communicating correctly or. I don't know, maybe she's not listening correctly, you know, cause I. That's one struggle I know I've had in the past. I'm not sure about you. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. And so the biggest way um, that we like to teach people in in being proactive is, um, you know, we talked about earlier in the show is the five love languages. And those five love languages are um, something that you can use in your everyday life. Um, And each person has one and you may have multiple. And those uh, those love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time and physical touch. And so when you are speaking those love languages to your spouse and you want to make sure that you're speaking their love language and not speaking your love language to them, because sometimes we love people how we want to be loved and not how they want to receive love. So, for example, I will say words of affirmation. 
Those are those words that build you up, that make you feel strong, that encouragement, those compliments. A person whose primary love language is words of affirmation really thrives on hearing those words, you know, in order to feel loved. And sometimes when you say harsh words to a person whose love language is words of affirmation, it could really stick with them for a long time. And you will realize like, wow, dang, they're still not over that. You know, when I called them a pickle head or whatever, you know, the other day, (laughs) you know, they're still not over that. You know, I want to keep I want to keep it PG, but, (laughs) you know, that's definitely PG right there. So, um. You know, you're like, you're thinking to yourself, like, wow, they're still not over that. Well, it's because their love language tells them that receiving positive words is, is the best thing. So when they hear mm. negative words, it's, it has a complete opposite effect. And so, you know, so do the other love languages like acts of service. You know, that's, you know, basically where your partner feels love when you do tasks for them. It could be, you know, maybe you vacuum or you pack their lunch. Um you know, those are different things that could talk to that person. You know, receiving gifts is pretty explanatory. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be materialistic. It could be something as simple as, you know, um, you know, I, I stopped on the way home from the store and and got your favorite snack. You know, it doesn't have to be super materialistic or super fancy for a person that likes to receive gifts. Uh, quality time is one of the biggest ones that we get from a lot of people. Quality time is not spending three hours sitting on the couch, just watching TV uh, together, but you're both in your phones or one of you's in the computer. No, quality time is actually sitting down, having that undivided attention where you and your partner are truly, truly present with one another. And, you know, you're, you're taking advantage of that time that you have because 30 minutes of undivided attention with your spouse will take you a lot farther than three hours of, you know, um, of, of distracted, you know, time just being in the same place with technology and right right being with technology and you know like uh my husband and i we went a quick story on uh valentine's day a couple years ago Mm -hmm. um we went to a hibachi restaurant and everybody was on their phones every every couple was on their phone and me and my husband were the only one who didn't even have our phone we just laughing and giggling you know and everybody else was on their phones probably watching videos of other people's valentine's day should tell them about your book (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, you know what? I don't even think at the time we had the book, but I did. Okay. I did accidentally, you know, being a being a relationship coach and seeing how detrimental these small things can do to people. I did look up and I was like, why is everybody on their phone? <laughs> like, yep. And I remember kind of said, but I didn't know I kind of said it out loud. Um, but then after that, you know, people started <laughs> with their phones down. Wow. Well, that was good enough that you kind of got their attention and probably just to. Uh habit that they have yeah so so stuff like that you know is how it can improve your relationship overall but it Mm -hmm. definitely improves your communication because you break those defenses down so when your spouse does come to you about the trash or your spouse does come to you about the dishes or whatever the issue is you've already been establishing this daily routine of showing love that you don't feel any neglect there's no resentment so when they bring up something to you you're more open to receive it you know, when you're constantly speaking each other's love language. That's 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 deep right there, you know, because, you know, because sometimes I think that you can be exhausted when you get off work and you may not want to sugarcoat things. You may just want to get it out, 
So you can go take your shower, unpack, whatever, whichever one you do first. You just may want to just get it out. But I think that sometimes coming home, I would like to focus more on a little break, a little meditation. Help me separate myself from that car ride home, from that bad day I had, you know, that long waiting line at the store, you know, try not to bring that home. But the thing is, mm-hmm. it will come home with you, but you have to stop and try to separate yourself. So do, does your book talk about meditation or have you done that in your marriage? Meditate to help you separate from what you just left. So we don't exactly talk about um, meditation or mindfulness in the book, Um, but in our university, Marriage is Wealth University, we do have different um, challenges that we do uh, for couples. And one of those we do is, uh, you know, some sort of mindfulness challenge. And what that looks like is just sitting time, uh, sitting down with your spouse and taking, you know, four or five minutes at most and just having some quiet time where the room is completely quiet and you're both mm. just laying there just thinking. And as those thoughts come, you can do this holding hands. You can lay down on the bed and hold hands, but you're both just having your own individual thoughts. And, ha- and, and when those thoughts come, you don't fight those thoughts. You kind of ponder on that thought. Um, as it comes. So you can be mindful of the things that you're thinking about. And so that's one of the things that we do. And we also do like intimacy exercises uh, with the couples where, um, you know, they have a set of questions that um, Mm -hmm. they have to answer for one another, um, stuff that they may have not thought about in a long time. You know, a lot of people don't ask their spouse anymore, like, what's your biggest dream? You know, those are the kind of the, <laughs> the, the beginner questions, but those questions are still relevant because, you know, our dreams change. And so um, we do have tons and tons of exercises that we walk people through in the actual university. Um, but as far as the book, you'll, you'll definitely be equipped to know, you know, okay. how to communicate for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to get better. And I feel like if I can get better, anybody listening can get better, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Me and my husband, we used to speak two different languages. I'd be like, what are you talking about? And he'd be like, what are you talking about? We wouldn't even know what we we're talking about. Or sometimes <laughs> sometimes it would be so bad that we would be saying the exact same thing, but arguing. And it'd wow. be the, we're saying the exact same thing. And I'd be like, hold on. You you're on my side. Why are we arguing? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. We, yeah. Oh, yeah. we spoke two completely different languages when we first got married. You know, and that's why we we wrote this book. And, you know, that's why we do the mentorship programs is mm-hmm. is because, you know, we found out how silly it was, very, you know, to to, to deal with that. And, you know, yeah. one of the things we want to tell people is that um, communication to me is not a reason for divorce. Um, because it's a skill that you can learn. People don't think of it as, as a skill. They think of it as, oh, well, I'm different and he's different. It's a skill. You, you, have, to, you have to learn it. And, and you can't use the, the excuse of not knowing the skill as a reason to quit. You just have to well, learn the skill. I look at it like this here. We've all been raised different, all been through different walks of life. So we picked up some skills, whether it's good or bad. So I, I think it's like a matter of behavioral replacement <laughs> skills. Oh, yeah, you know, whatever yeah, skill, yeah. you know, I kind of picked up on through a bad relationship or parents or friend, you know, gossip, what have you. You know, you, you're going to have to try to unlearn what you've learned. Oh, and I think yes, your book yes. would be great at helping people do that because, you know, you may think, oh, I'm going to talk to my friend about issues I'm having at home, but how's her relationship going? Where is she getting her information from? How is she updating 
things in her life. I mean, if she's having issues, you're having issues. If no one's reading, if no one's researching, no one's bringing additional information, you're both going to be in the same pot together, the blind leading the blind. So I think that's great that you guys have your book. And so where can the listeners find your book again? I believe you said Instagram. Oh, yeah. So so the biggest way to find out about all of our resources is, is to go to our Instagram. And that's going to be Marriage is Wealth. And once you get to our Instagram, there will be a biography just talking about what we do for couples. But you want to click mm-hmm. that link. And in that link, you'll see all the resources we have. So you'll see the link to, uh, to join the university, um, which right now we are going to be running some crazy deals on the university uh, for Valentine's Day. So you want to make sure you take a look at that. But if you oh, want to okay. just get the ebook, the ebook is going to be the greatest thing because um, it has a sample of, of, you know, what you're going to expect in university. So that's kind of getting your feet wet. So we always direct people to the ebook first. Um, so that link will be available on the Instagram as well. And now the other link that you can get, and this is something that we offer absolutely for free. Okay, if you don't, if you can't afford nothing else, or if you're not ready to take that (laughs) step, you know, in your marriage, that's completely fine. Because a lot of people say that, you know, they're not ready yet, because they're still working things out with their spouse. If you're not ready to, to invest in your marriage yet, that is completely fine. But what you want to do is when you go to our Instagram, and you click that link in our bio, you want to sign up for our clubhouse. And clubhouse is an app. It's an audio app where you can listen in on different conversations um, about different topics. And every Wednesday, uh, we try to do it around 7 p.m. Eastern time, um, but those times do fluctuate. So you want to make sure you follow us on Clubhouse. If you don't have the app, it's free. Download it and make sure that you follow us on Clubhouse. So that way you can get um, some of the free trainings that we do every single week. And like I said, February, with it being the month of love, we're going to be talking about communication. And we're going to do a free class every Wednesday on communication. And our first class uh, for, for February is actually going to be next week. So you want to okay. make sure you get locked in on that because last week we had 115 people in the room and it, it was life changing. You know, we even had marriage coaches that were in there that that were a part of it. And they said that this information needed to be talked about. So you want to make sure you get in on that free game you know, and, and get the ebook as well, because a lot of the stuff from the free clubhouse, um, you know, will be um, reinforced in the ebook as well. Awesome. But there you have it, listeners. Join the clubhouse. If you can't afford a book right now, clubhouse. It was life changing last week. You missed out. But hey, you got a second shot at it next week. So that's it for me. Philip Thomas, your host here with Marriage as Well. Thank you, Tia, for joining us today. Yes, thank you. Be well, everyone.